Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new week, new edition of Houston Sports Weekly, our weekly podcast on KPRC Channel 2, also KPRC 2 Plus, and click to Houston.com. We drop each and every Friday. It lives for a while. You're either listening or you're watching. We appreciate that. Uh, approaching uh, just o- actually just over a year, actually, of doing these things. So uh, we appreciate all the support, and we are here for another half hour on this edition on this Friday, Randy McAvoy, Chancellor Johnson, hanging out with you. And uh, it's going to be a fun 30 minutes. If you like Rockets basketball and kind of what's going on with this offseason, there's a lot going on for the Rockets because of the draft. Free agency, Chancellor, begins today, later today, actually. If you're listening to this on Friday, uh, I believe it's 5 o'clock, right? 5, five o'clock. o'clock is when it all starts, and they've got like $60 million they could spend here. A really big and busy offseason for the Houston Rockets. We've heard all offseason, uh, even starting to end the season, um, coming from owner Tim Fertitta about transitioning from phase one, this kind of this re- rebuilding era, to yep. getting to a little bit more of a, content- a playoff contending team, I should say. And so we saw how they were able to um, start their offseason off by drafting two of the top talents in the draft, which we'll touch on in a minute. And then now it is free agency time later on today. Um, you know, um, they have $60 million, the <laughs> most cap space in the league. What will they do with it? We will see. A lot of pressure on Rafael yeah, Stone absolutely. to get this right because uh, he's got a lot of money to spend, and you, he can't uh, swing and miss uh, on these moves. He needs to land some talent for sure. Uh, so here's what we're doing over the next uh, 30 minutes, a little less than 30 minutes. Uh, uh, coming up in segment two, we'll, we'll kind of focus more on the free agency situation. Kind of, we'll throw out some names that are being uh, mentioned uh, right now, tied to the Rockets, at least as far as having interest. And then uh, you had a chance to speak a little bit with the Athletics' Kelly Eco, too, yeah, right? absolutely. Kelly gave us some excellent insight about what the Rockets might do as far as how much money might be thrown around, some potential trades, all that good stuff we will share with you in segment two. All right, so uh, this first segment, though, we're going to uh, stay locked in on the the rookies from the draft. And here in a few minutes, we're going to play some of the news conference uh, video that uh, went down on Monday at Toyota Center. They brought in the new guys, uh, Amin Thompson and Cam Whitmore. They were uh, surrounded by GM Rafael Stone and new coach uh, Ime Adoka. So we'll play some of that sound here in just a few minutes. But uh, let's first talk about these guys. And uh, the Rockets had the number four, number 20 pick. Going into the draft, we were like, okay, four, they'll probably hold on. But what about 20? They'll probably unload that pick, right? Well, when you had Cam Whitmore slipping, they weren't going to get rid of that. They liked this guy a lot. And, in fact, I think Rafael didn't mention they tried to move up, just didn't work out. Uh, So, anyway, they used their picks. They have two young guys with a lot of talent and a lot of upside. Yeah, absolutely. Cam Whitmore was a guy that – uh, many had, had reported that he could he could be there as an option at number four for the Houston Rockets. Of course, we know that, that Houston ultimately decided to end up on Amin Thompson at number four, and we'll talk about him in a moment. But for Cam Whitmore to slide all the way to 20, there were reports that, and actually Rafael 
said that they tried to trade up to 10, as high as 10, wow. because they liked him that well, much. Well, he was kind of everybody's mock. He was yeah. a top 10 guy. He's definitely a top 10 guy and the top five talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at his body, 6'7", really uh, stocky guy, has a jumper, can get to the rack. There's, mm-hmm. He has some things that, he, that you know um, that they want to see him improve on, but the talent is definitely there. The big thing in why people are like, oh, well, why did he slide so far to 20 is yeah. there was some concern about his medicals. But if you ask me, I don't understand why. He broke his leg when he was a freshman in high school, but like – that happens, right? And so it was like, his leg, was, and then there was a thumb situation, too. But he had that taken care that's of, taken right? taken care of. Yeah. Guys get, it's basketball. Guys yeah. get hurt all the time. And yeah. you're talking about a guy who's 18 years old. It's right. not like he's 30 and like, ah, we don't know if he can bounce back. So He'll, he'll, um, he'll quickly, bro. Yeah, for sure. So he's he's all ready to go. He looked healthy out in the Big East, helping Villanova, um, you know, uh, have the success that they continue to always have, that being one of the top programs in, in the in the country. But, yes, Cam falling to, to 20 and them not having to give up any assets, I'm sure Rafael Stone was smiling from ear to ear let's uh, quick let's get into uh Amin thompson real fast now this is a kid coming from he's 21 mm-hmm. uh, coming from overtime elite so if, if you're Ooh. joe blow <laughs> fan out there they know the name mm-hmm. but if they follow the draft but uh, you know you heard it a lot like now what's overtime elite right. let's get an explanation uh Tell me what you know about him. I, I'll freely admit I've never watched. I, I definitely heard of Overtime Elite, but have not like pulled up. I'm going to watch a game tonight. Hadn't done that. So what, <laughs> what level of talent are we talking about Yeah, here? To, to be fair to you, I don't think anybody's really turned, tuned in and say, you know what, I'm going to watch some Overtime Elite uh, this afternoon. That's a stream game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah, that, that's, there was a, some question marks about the type of uh, talent that, that he was going against and competition that he was playing against. OTE is, is mainly for developing younger guys. We're talking about guys still as young as high school, mm-hmm. right? And so you mm-hmm. have guys at the top of the draft like Brandon Miller who excelled uh, in the NCAA at the collegiate level in the SEC against some grown men. We saw in the NCAA tournament, we saw Scoot Henderson, another uh, another big name at the top of the draft, play for the G League Ignite. We're talking about professionals. Victor Wimbenyama over in France played against uh, in, in the professional leagues in, in France. Right. But I'm in Thompson playing against some – Really young guys, just talking about 18-year-olds. But I love the quote from Troy Weaver that Rafael Stone actually mentioned at, at the press conference uh, where Troy Weaver said, Halle Berry looks good in a grocery store or at a bar. <laughs> Basically, it's insinuating that, you know, you know how to spot talent when you see that, and we see that with with the Thompson twins because Detroit got Asar, Asar Thompson, uh, his twin brother there. But that, by, athletic, by the way, that was cool that he was at his – they're in yeah, each other's news conferences. Yeah. Uh, they do everything together, yeah. and that didn't change. You know, they uh, got drafted basically together, actually. Yeah. Became, made history. The first brothers to go back to back, top five in the draft ever. Impressive. So, and they're impressive young men as well. Extremely intelligent. Yeah. Mom and dad sure. were there Absolutely. at this conference, and you could tell they were raised well. Yeah, and so not only are they talented, but they have the the markings of a leader in a locker room as well. Yeah, I definitely like the way they carry themselves. All right, before we get to the sound, we'll get that in a couple of minutes. Uh, Cam Whitmore, let's go back to him now. 18 years old, um, but has a game already. And, I mean, again, Big time up, just like Thompson. Big time upside is that his game's going to continue to develop. Yeah, right? absolutely. As I mentioned earlier, he has the size, he has the shot. Um, his kind of the pros versus cons for him, the con wise would be sometimes he can get tunnel vision and not a great playmaker that you like to see for, from a guy that's a wing. But once again, he's 18 years old, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. a lot of people had him mocked. We say top 10, that's just to be on the safe side. People, I saw him as high as three, right? And so, obviously, the Rockets, they loved him for a reason. As soon as he fell out of the top 10, Rafael felt like he had the assets to go up and get him. Nobody bid on it, and he just continues to slide. And look, what do you know? He falls right into their lap. And he's he's actually been in Houston. We had a spotlight story. Ari had gone out and 
caught up with him, and we aired on Sports Sunday a couple of weeks ago. Watch it Sunday, by the way. Yeah, there you go. You know, <laughs> plug right there, ten thirty. Uh, he'd been working out here for several weeks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how cool is that? That you're already here. You're kind of getting acclimated to the city. Mm-hmm. You're not coming in, not knowing anything about H Town, but he he does already. But uh, and then the, the Rockets end up taking him. You know, yeah. it's funny because Cam Whitmore has that connection to Houston by him training over the off season and landed in Houston. And then uh, the Thompson, uh, Amin Thompson, has a connection because his brother, yeah. his oldest brother, there's three of them. Um, the oldest brother played at Prairie View A and M University. I got to make sure I get that right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, so he was talking about how he learned about the city of Houston through his brother as well. So both have connections to Houston, and and now mm-hmm. we hope that they mm-hmm. are stay tied to Houston with a lot of success down the road. Yeah. Uh, and one last note, uh, we'll get to the sound here. Uh, Whitmore's uh, family was there, and again, the, the kid's 18. Dad, they're in Maryland. Uh-huh. I had a chance, I don't know if you met him while you're out there, I had a chance to meet his dad. And, uh, you know, chance he could be down here quite yeah. a bit, which is probably smart. When you got a kid who's still 18, mm-hmm. you, you might need the parents to kind of help you get yeah, off the ground yeah, a little definitely. bit as you, as you begin your NBA career. So. Yeah, I got, got a chance to talk to Myron Whitmore, uh, Papa Whitmore, um, you know, as, as some people call him. But, yeah, I mean – the Rockets are getting a great kid in him, and I was talking to his his father, and he was saying all the concerns about his medical and the other thing that people were talking about maybe slid him down in, in the draft was his personality, that mm-hmm. he's not just this big um, extrovert. But mm-hmm. he said if you get to know him, you, you'll see some of that personality comes out. But uh, at the end of the day, he just wants to play basketball, and he plays basketball at a really high level, especially at only 18 years old. Real quick, before we get to the sound, uh, we were talking yesterday. Out of these two, we actually mentioned on Sunday too, out of Thompson and out of Whitmore, who uh, whose game de- <clears throat> develops the quickest? I think really, in the NBA, I think it really depends on what they do in free agency <clears throat> because if they bring in, they're already kind of log jammed with guys who can play. There's, they really don't have right. a clear cut rotation, right? Like that's the reason why they've only won forty games uh, over two years. But I think uh, Amin, I like his upside as far as his playmaking ability and defensively. And if he gets that jumper, we're talking about a guy who could be a top ten player in the league one day. Wow. Uh, with Cam Whitmore, the sky's the limit on him as well. Um, consistency is kind of his thing, but they, they all need playing time. And once again, I, we talked about yeah. this earlier. If they sign Fred VanVleet, Amin Thompson might take take some away of his minutes. They sign a guy like Dylan Brooks. Could eat into uh, Cam Whitmore's minutes, but I think they have a right plan in place with Adoka, Ben Sullivan, some of the assistant coaches to help right. them develop. Ease them in and uh, don't rush them for sure. All right, the uh, news conference uh, took place on Monday at Tortoise Center. You had Thompson there, of course. You had Whitmore on stage with those two guys, were head coach Ime uh, Adoka and also GM Rafael Stone. We're going to play some of that uh, sound right now. You can listen in to some of the high points uh, from that news conference again. Uh, this past Monday at Toyota Center, their introductory news conference as they officially become Houston Rockets. So let's roll some of that and listen in right now. First off, I'm excited to be a Rocket. Thankful for um, the Fertitta family and Rafael for giving me a chance, believing in me to be a Rocket. And, you know, I'm excited to be here. Just want to give a shout out to Fertitta. Um, Raphael and uh, Ime for, you know, give, taking a chance on me. I mean, um, I didn't think, I mean, the situation would end up, but I'm mean, happy to be a Rocket, um, happy to be back in Houston. I'm just very grateful and very blessed and very excited to get started, too, very. Obviously, the players and their families are very excited, but Rafael and myself, as well as Tillman and Patrick, are probably more excited. Uh, got a chance to see these guys, obviously, during their seasons, but in individual workouts quite a bit and uh, love the players. So a, a big day for us to to uh, 
get these two young players with us and excited to get going. What do you think you can bring right away? I think I can just bring leadership, um, defense, just, you know, the things, intangibles I can bring to the team right away. Just being a good locker room guy, all that stuff. I'm sure you've heard from a lot of people since you got drafted and got a lot of nice messages. I was wondering, is there anything that stand, stood out, like anybody that you heard from where you were like, wow, I got a message from this person, or is there anything you could share with me? I would say, um, I mean, just the Rockets players showing love through social media. I mean, that was just, you know, I mean, stood out. So, I mean, I was, you know, I'm going to, you know, be on the team now. So, I mean, that was, you know, very exciting that. But, um, I mean, I, I would say, I mean, Rudy Gay, you know, just a long time, you know, mentor. I mean, I'm from that area of Baltimore. So, I mean, you know, just recent NBA player that's, you know, in the league right now. I just, you know, that just stood out to me. I would say probably, you know, players reaching out to me, like Josh Christopher, Tari Eason, they reached out. And I appreciated that. Coach, what are the specific things you'd like the guys to work on just to get ready for the season? Well, they, they bring a ton of things to the table already. Uh, obviously, with our team, we, the thing I've stressed to them is a defensive mentality, which they both naturally have. Uh, shooting is always at a premium, and so that's the thing I've been stressing to them uh, to build and, and work on. But also in, in summer league, uh, that'll be something that we'll definitely stress. So. Just becoming all-around players, uh, using their athleticism to their advantage and, and adding the shooting piece. I'm curious, are you someone who closely followed the NBA growing up? Do you fire up league pass nowadays? Um, and if so, are there any recent players, modern players you pattern your game after? Yeah, I always grew up watching basketball. You know, I had league pass every year. It's a little overpriced, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like to watch um, SGA and um, just athletic guards like that. For Cam, you mentioned after draft night that you feel like you've been overlooked at various points in your life. So I'm wondering, how did you find the, the conviction to know that you know, this was the path that you wanted to be on? I mean, the path was just you know, pretty much the same path I've been taking for I don't know how long. So I mean, it was just you know, um, nothing new. I mean, it's just you know, uh, have the same goal, keep the same goal, you know, the main thing. I mean, and just take away, take away the distractions, just, you know, Keep focused, keep your head down, just keep working. I mean, it's, the distraction is going to come with it. The rumor is going to come with it. So, I mean, just, you know, s stay away from that. You'll be straight. This is for Coach Udoka. Y'all made it clear that you were surprised Cam was still there. When you left the war room with Patrick and Rafael, what was that feeling of, like, we really came away from this draft with some solid pieces? That was a great feeling. Obviously, uh, these are two guys that we targeted, you know, er with the early picks. And um, for us to get the... Two, two guys of this caliber, obviously, is a huge night for us. Uh, wasn't expected at all, but obviously a pleasant surprise on our part. Um, for, for Cam and these guys, we all talked immediately after the draft, you, you know, using these as motivation, uh, these things that happen. But at the end of the day, once you get drafted, everybody's in the same boat, whether you're a first pick, second round pick, you're all in the same place and you have to carve out a career. And so um, we're happy with the guys we got, obviously, um, you know, looked at possibly moving up and when he kept falling to us uh, it was a, a surprise to us and so we're extremely happy with the guys we got and looking forward to coaching them all right some of the high points from the news conference uh, on monday at toyota center and we mentioned earlier man the way they carry themselves very impressive for these two young men the fans are going to love these kids you know uh, my favorite part from that press conference what you guys just saw was when they were asked to 
describe each other's game. And Amin Thompson said, hey, Cam Whitmore was at the top of my board. So I know they're really funny. excited to, to play with each other. But, yeah, yeah, as you can see, like like I said, the, both the Thompson twins, Asara and Amin, both really intelligent. Um, 21 years old, they're, they're still really young, but they're really mature. And I think that, you know, they're coming to, as of right now, a really young locker room. But I could see specifically Amin kind of coming over and becoming a, a leader somewhere soon down the road. Yeah. Um, and, and he's a winning player. He, he, if you watched, which I know most of you guys didn't, any of OTE, um, he didn't necessarily lead the team in any uh, any specific categories, but they just helped the team win a lot of games, both the Thompson Twins together, Cam Whitmore. Um, you, you know, he had a couple one, a couple of funny one-liners as well, too. But I'm really excited to see them uh, kick things off when Summer League starts next yeah, week. Yeah, it's going to be next. Uh, see, if you're listening to this on Friday, next Friday. Yeah. It all starts out in Vegas, right? And so they'll be holding some kind of, I assume, some kind of mini camp mm-hmm. with whatever that summer league roster is. And right now, both Thompson and Whitmore slated to suit up and, and get Absolutely. to work. Absolutely. And the one game to watch for the summer league, we'll get to see the Thompson brothers face off against each other. We, we know during the summer nice. league, the NBA loves the little drama. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll see Scoot Henderson and Victor Wimbyama. Is uh, Victor one, playing? Oh, well, okay. Got, well, early, see. early. You know, okay. they, a lot of times they play maybe one or two games yeah. and they send them out. But. Um, There'll be a lot of attention on that. Yeah, absolutely. It'll it'll be fun. All right, uh, so that is segment one in the books, talking uh, Rockets uh, post-draft, hearing from the rookies as well, along with Coach Adoka and uh, Rafael Stone. So we're going to take a break here on Houston Sports Weekly. When we come back, we're going to segue into free agency because that starts later today at 5 o'clock. That's when free agency begins across the league. We'll talk about some names being mentioned, and also we'll hear from the Athletics' Kelly Eco when Houston Sports Weekly continues. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Houston Sports Weekly, everybody. Our weekly uh, sports podcast here on KPRC 2, 2 Plus, and click to Houston.com. Our Rockets theme this week on this edition. I've lost track on how many numbers we are into this <laughs> podcast, but it's over a year now. We're having fun with it, and I hope you're enjoying it as well, either watching or listening. Randy McAvoy, Chancellor Johnson with you. We talked about the rookies uh, just a few minutes ago. Uh, we heard from the rookies as well. Amon Thompson and uh, Cam Whitmore, and as they kind of now begin their transition to life in the NBA Summer League next week. But let's talk now, um, before we get to the Kelly Eco part of that interview from The Athletic on the free agent situation out for the Rockets. Uh, no secret, Chancellor, they got money to spend like around that $60 million mark. There's a lot of pressure, I think, falling right on the shoulders of Rafael Stone uh, as the general manager to get this right. Not just a lot of money. They have the most money as of right now in the NBA going into free agency is around $60 million in cap space. You know, Rafael has the opportunity to be really creative about how he wants to go about it. He doesn't have to give it all to one player because I don't think there's a – there's not a – Giannis and Luka, those guys, Joel and B. there's not a mm-hmm. just a clear-cut guy. we got to pay all this money to all in one, right. one time. So you can kind of split it up. And there's still some all-star level players out there, whether it's a Fred Van Vliet who's made an all-star team before. Of course, James Harden. He's been linked to Houston mm-hmm. ever since he left Houston, right? Like, oh, maybe he could come back. Maybe not. Uh, Brooke Lopez is another name. Dylan Brooks. <laughs> That's kind of a bad word around here. <laughs> <laughs> no, most, not, not just with Rockets fans, but most just fans. In general, probably, yeah, just, just in general. It's just like it, with him, it's the antics. It doesn't match 
the level of play. You know, if you even go back to the Lakers series, if you remember that, he called LeBron James old and like, mm-hmm. I don't respect LeBron. And they, then they end up losing in five games. And so, mm-hmm. and if you remember that, the Grizzlies, the team that draft or the team that he's played with his entire career, said under no circumstances will Dylan Brooks be back. And that says a lot. I'm getting off on a Dylan Brooks tangent, but this just goes to show yeah. you how much I don't want that guy on my team. But yeah. um, <laughs> and I think many other Rockets fans feel that same way. But uh, Dylan Brooks is potentially an option uh, for Houston. But the guy can't play defense. There is some upside to him. He Which made, fits right into what Adoka Right, and that's stresses, why yeah. it makes sense to bring a guy like Dylan Brooks. But mm-hmm. there's also some other tier guys. Austin Reeves, his name has been thrown out there. Cam Johnson, they could use his shooting. Plus, he's a Johnson. It's just what we do. And there you but, go. That's how you put it. <laughs> hey, Reeves there. and Johnson both restricted, so you know they're out there right now. But mm-hmm. you know you got to look at the teams they're currently with, with uh, the Nets and the Lakers. Good chance they st- they want these. They don't want to lose these guys. Absolutely, they can get another deal. In Absolutely, place. but of course everybody has a price, right? right. And so Absolutely. you know maybe they don't value Cam Johnson that high uh, as maybe the Rockets uh, potentially can pay him. And if you're Brooklyn, you also have to remember Cam Johnson came over in that trade with uh, for Kevin Durant. And mm-hmm. so if you mm-hmm. lose. Cam Johnson and don't pay him after you gave up Kevin Durant. You basically had him for 20 games and now he's with somebody else. So there's also some more incentive there as well. So Houston has some options. You know, do they they maybe spend it just on two players? Do they kind of spread it out? Uh, Ime Doka and Rafael Stone can continue to really build this team. Well, we'll get to the interview with Kelly Eco in just a moment. Brooks Lopez wrote this quick hit on him with the Bucks, used to winning at a high level, been around 15 years. It's going to be a lot of money to spend on him. Bucks may want to try to keep oh, him yeah, too, but yeah, here's a guy that's been around the league a while, and you and I were talking before we taped this. You know, very high level defensive player. Yeah, absolutely. Ime Adoka and Rafael Stone have talked about this team needs some veterans, and Brooke mm-hmm. Lopez is the ultimate veteran. He has the experience of not just a playoff team, but a, a championship team. So he knows what yeah. it takes. He can help develop uh, a lot of this this young um, this young roster on this team. But he's a big man that can stretch the floor, and he can defend. He was he made the defensive uh, all defensive team this year, so a little bit older than than you know some of your other guys, but he still can bring a lot to this team. All right, uh, let's get to the interview now. You spoke with uh, Kelly Eco. NBA free agency begins this Friday and the Houston Rockets have the most cap space in the entire league but a man who doesn't cap Kelly Eco of the Athletic joins me now and Kelly it seems like all season long it was hardened to Houston that is until recently what's changed so at the beginning of this process you know when the Rockets identified James as their top target it was because you know point guard is the biggest position of need and he was considered the best point guard on the market obviously the personal factors being from, you know, being in Houston for a long time, having family, community set up, it made a lot of sense. But in recent weeks, things have gone on behind the scenes to kind of distance Harden from that kind of that reunion. Tour. Give me some tea. So, <clears throat> for starters, from a basketball perspective, mm-hmm. um, the Bradley Beal thing, it changed a lot of the landscape because Harden was at one point considering Phoenix as an option because, you know, Arizona State, he has a home in the area, familiar, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. But... That trade kind of changed things. So you're looking at the NBA landscape, the West is going to be a bloodbath. And staying in the East has its perks. You know, you have Joel Embiid. You were up 3-2 against the Boston Celtics, you know, to go to the conference finals. There are things to do that if you can move Tobias Harris, get some more pieces, now you might be cooking with gas. On the other hand, the flip side, remember Jalen Green's podcast. You know, he mm-hmm. talked with, with Paul George. He wasn't too keen on, you know, some of his comments of kind of almost not disparaging James, but... He didn't sound too on board with the whole idea of him returning. That was another factor. Also, the Sixers are trying to get John Lucas to come over there, too. And there is a job for him in Houston, too. But you understand why Daryl Morey and James kind of want 
John Lucas a familiar face to come back, come over to Philadelphia. So in recent weeks, you've kind of seen the money on the table also as well. You know, the Rockets aren't kind of trying to give him near max money. And Philadelphia might be in a better spot to give him like a three-year deal, kind of near max. Even if Harden doesn't come to Houston, there's still <clears throat> other big names out there on the free agency market, including another former All-Star guard coming out of the East, Fred Van Vliet. He's been linked to the Rockets. Why could that be a potential marriage this offseason? So when you look at what Ime Udoka wants to do in terms of bringing in guys that have been to the championship, won the championship, can instill a level of culture and confidence in those young guys, especially at the point guard position, you understand why Fred Van Vliet is, is their number two target in terms of point guards. Even with the Amen Thompson coming in. <clears throat> For sure. And, and he can also be a bridge to Amen Thompson. You know, if, if, the, if it's coming on, on a short-term deal, let Amen grow under um, Van Vliet, allow Fred to still success, and then in two years' time, two, three years' time, hand over the keys to Amen. Ime Douglas talked a lot about bringing in some veterans and defensive-minded guys. One name that's also been tied, and potentially maybe some high-max money, in Brooke Lopez out of the Milwaukee Bucks, a championship guy, can shoot it, can space the floor, and play defense. What's the chances of that happening with the Houston Rockets? So people like Brooke Lopez, because he's coming from a situation in Milwaukee where he's won a championship, they still have a pretty competitive roster. You have to compete and see... Is it going to be more worth it to stay in Milwaukee and try and win a championship or come to Houston, be a mentor, be a stabilizing presence, get some more money because of no, no, no state income tax? So you're going to have to put that to perspective. But the Rockets are pretty confident in being aggressive right at the beginning. They're going to call Brooke Lopez. They're going to call Dylan Brooks. They're going to call Fred Van Vliet. Put the money on the table, short-term deal, maybe a little bit more money than some of his competitors, and try and see if you can bring him in. All right, good conversation there with the Athletics. Uh, Kelly Eco in the know, really locked in uh, across the NBA, certainly with the Rockets. It's going to be interesting, that Harden situation. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of talk when he left, Chancellor, that he had a under-the-table deal with Tillman, like, just let me go play here, mm-hmm. these places, let me get some money, I'll come back. Yeah. And whether that's true or not, we'll find out, but I, I – I would think he's going to stay in Philadelphia. At this point, it looks like all signs point to him returning to Philadelphia. The question is on how much money. Um, yeah. Of course, Rockets fans wanted to see Harden back in Houston. He still comes here every single year, still has JH Town Weekend where mm-hmm. he gives back to the community. He, um, As Kelly mentioned uh, in, in our recent conversation, that he was working out with guys like Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr., really taking them underneath his wing. Um, but as of right now, you know, he, he might go back to Philly, and so – They'll have other options. Fred Van Vliet, as you know, I mentioned earlier, as Kelly's mentioned, a guy who came, who, you know, if he comes over, came from a championship team with when the Raptors won their first ever franchise title, right. um, can, can shoot the ball, can defend. He's a little undersized, but, like, he does a lot of things really, really well. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Fred Van Vliet in a Rockets uniform. I think he's a really good vet. As I mentioned, a fringe-level all-star type player. I think he could help this team. All right. Uh, free agency starts at 5 o'clock today. If you're listening on Friday, we will see what happens as the madness begins across the NBA. It's been a good show talking Rockets basketball, uh, hearing from the rookies and the impact they could have as well, and, of course, what direction they may go in free agency. As always, we appreciate you watching and listening. For Chancellor Johnson, I'm Randy McAvoy. So long for now. We will talk to you again next week right here on Houston Sports Weekly.